Welcome to Tech Made Simple, a podcast for people who want more from the technology they use. Here's your technology navigator, Michelle Guerra. Welcome to today's episode of the Tech Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Guerra. Marketing as we once knew it has changed drastically over the past 10 years. With the use of social media, now you can get your marketing message out to hundreds, if not thousands of people with a simple post. While the price of marketing on social media is most cost-effective, it does introduce another job role for a small business owner with an already overwhelming schedule. Not to mention the learning curve that is required to know which social media platform is best for your business, how to use it, and what you should be posting. In today's episode, I interviewed one of my good friends, Joni Buck, small business marketing extraordinaire. Joni has a marketing degree and has done all kinds of marketing for different types of businesses. Although she left the workplace to raise her two kids, she never stopped learning the different social media platforms and how they fit into small business marketing. Now, without further ado, let's get to my interview with Joni. Hey, Joni, thanks for uh, taking the time to actually do an interview with me. I, I feel honored that you uh, you agreed to this, not that, because you're a super busy woman, I know that. and. Um, I, I kind of want people to get to know you, so uh, give us a little background of, uh, of your business and what you're about. Well, thank you for having me. I, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and your listeners, and um, I love what I do, and I, I, I'm happy to share as much knowledge as I can to help people out. So uh, my name's Joni, uh, Joni Buck. I um, own my own uh, marketing consulting agency um, called Driven Marketing Solutions. Um, I, um, I have a marketing degree from Baylor um, back in the, uh, the olden days before, uh, you know, digital stuff became a deal. Uh, so like direct, yeah. <laughs> direct marketing, which yeah. we used to know of is like you get something in the mail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I spent the very beginning of my career um, doing marketing and communications for nonprofits. Wow. Um, before I took a bit of a career sabbatical to stay home with my kids. But... Um, now I'm I'm back and, um, and full force, full Woo-hoo. force, and it's, uh, <laughs> it's been great. It's been it's been really great. Excellent. So um, now that you've you've come back into the world of marketing, I know things have kind of changed a lot. Yes. Um, uh, direct marketing is is no longer paper and newspaper, um, especially since newspapers are now all online. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say to someone who is kind of wanting to get started with marketing, especially with the new way, quote unquote, of marketing is happening. So let me clarify your question. Um, are you asking, um, is it someone who wants to start marketing as a business for the, like their own business? So say someone owns their own small business and they want to start marketing their small business. Right. So somebody who's like a, a one man shop or maybe they have a couple of people and they just want to kind of get started with uh what it is that you know they maybe they were using the old standard ways of direct mail and um, now they're wanting to consider doing something different, um, doing something that's that's more um, in line with what people will start being more attracted to. 
for their business? For, for people who, um, who have a, a small business, um, marketing is a lot different than it is for someone that has a larger, uh, more mature business. Um, so you don't have a big ad budget. And marketing isn't all, all about social media. And marketing isn't all about advertising. Marketing is about, and this is something that's important to remember as a, if, if, if you're a small business owner and you're just kind of getting started out, is you need to think about who you are and how you position yourself. It's about um, how much you charge for your services. It's about how you present your how you present your businesses to other people, um, whether they're just friends and family or it's to potential clients. Mm-hmm. Um, marketing is about yes, it's about a, it's about branding, it's about a logo, um, but it's also just about how people can get your services. Like how hard is it for people to get your services? How much do you charge? It's it's a it's a it's a package, um, and it's different for every business mm-hmm. um, because every business, like a person, is unique. Right, um, but. Small business owners especially face a particular set of challenges and that they don't have big budgets. And it's easier, marketing is easier the more money that you have. And it's harder when you don't, you know, if you only have, say you can only spend three or $400 a month or $500 right. a month, like that's, that's tough. And right. even if you can't even spend that much, like if you if you can spend less than that, the, the lower that budget goes, the harder it is. And the more you have to delve into things that are low cost, free, mm-hmm. um, et cetera. So what, again, what would you want someone who's just starting out, start doing? What would be like a starting point? The number them? one thing that someone needs to do, say they're starting their own business. Mm-hmm. I mean, a number one is get yourself a website. If you don't have a website, you don't exist. Like that's simply how it is. And um, that may mean making a Google My Business listing mm-hmm. um, and or a Facebook business page and using those to start with until you've had the opportunity to either build a website for yourself or have someone, a professional, do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and get yourself a domain and have that domain redirected to that Google My Business page or have it redirected to your Facebook page because you have to, you in order to be a business now, you have to have a website, even if it's, as, if, even if it's something as small as that. Um, the second thing I'm gonna tell you to do is go set up your social media channels and start using them because social media is free. Use your network, use the people that you know, use your personal Facebook friends, however many of them you might have, and start telling people what you're doing because guess what, that's free too. Right. Use use your use use the things that you already have and um, maximize those things now um, because they'll become very valuable to you later. Right. So, yeah, I'd, I certainly share with people all the time that if even if you get a domain for your business, even if it's just your name have it forward to a Facebook page, a LinkedIn business page, or something on social media that, you know, can identify how people can contact you, how they can have, you know, information about what you do. The most important of those things, if you had to pick one, like mm-hmm. a LinkedIn page or a, Google, a, a, a Facebook business page or Google My, is Google My Business, it's absolutely Google My Business is the, the biggest one that you can do. It Again, it costs you no money. It's completely right. free. Um, and you can set it up such that, I mean, Google My Business is the, is the thing that when someone Googles, that's what shows up. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna, you're gonna get your website, but if someone, if you show up on Google Maps, that's the information that's gonna come up. And it, it's a consolidated um, space for posts similar to Facebook or LinkedIn, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also got your hours and your services mm-hmm. and reviews and pictures that people have posted um, when they visited your location. And that's the single, that's the single most important thing um, that I think you can do. Uh, to start marketing your small business. So does Google My Business actually allow for virtual offices? Because like myself, I don't really have a a brick and mortar that I I go to. Yes, yes. Um, Google My Business allows for service um, service areas. So for example, I also do not have a brick and mortar that Mm -hmm. I go to. I spend a lot of time in my car driving to go see clients. I also spend a lot of time sitting in my office at home because I, when I'm not in a client location, I work from home. And so on my Google My Business um, profile, I have a service area set up um, in the you know 30 mile radius or whatever it is around my house. Right, okay, awesome. All right, so Marketing has changed over the past 10 years. Why is there so much focus on social media for marketing today? Social media is very interesting. Um, Well, social media is where people are. And if you have stopped to take 10 seconds to look at what people are doing when they're standing in line at their grocery store, they've got their eyes stuck into their phones. That's where people are. People are on Facebook when they're in their downtime. They're on LinkedIn when they're in their downtime. They're on Instagram. They're, they're, that's where they are. That's where they spend their free time. Mm-hmm. And social media is your opportunity to get your business in front of those people when their minds are not active. That's your opportunity to touch them even a little bit at a time. Um, when they're not distracted by other things, when they're, when they're free to have new ideas come into their head. That's why social media is important. It's hard. Social media, especially Facebook, is making it more and more difficult to get your messages in front of even the people that follow your page. Um, And there are things that you can do to help make those posts um, get more views, get more impressions, get more reach. Um, But you know, you have to. It's a little bit of a. It's a little bit of a game. Um, So, I mean, the general rule is, of all of your followers, say you have a page with. 100 followers, mm-hmm. right? Right. The general rule is 1% is what will engage with your page for any given post. So that means only one person is going to click a link. Only one person is going to like. Only one person is actually going to view the post. And that's just because Facebook is the way it is. Um, and there are things that you can do. You can encourage people to follow first, which will put those posts to the top of their feed. Um, and you can change up the way you post and the times that you post. And you can go into the analytics to see when people are online, when they're most likely to see the things that you put up, but it's a it's a bit of a it's a bit of a ballet, so to speak. <laughs> it's not like Swan Lake. <laughs> it's there a little. You go. It's, it might be just a um, a little uh, less. What's the right word? Elegant than that. <laughs> yeah, it's not as pretty. All right, so let's just say that somebody is potentially making enough money that they could potentially hire someone. So what should they be looking for when they are trying to hire a marketing person for themselves? You need to look for someone who is willing to invest in your business. So as much as someone like me gets paid by small businesses to Mm -hmm. do marketing for them, it's my job as a marketing professional to get to know that business and get to know it like it's my own business. Because the only way I'm gonna do a good job as a marketer for you is to really get to know you and get to know your audience. 
it's all about finding the right person um, who not only has experience, yeah, I mean, that's what you do when you look for people. You, I mean, you go look for a mechanic. You want someone who has experience. You know, you want someone who has the credentials to be able to work on your car. Right. But that doesn't make necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean that that person's a good fit for you. So go out and find the person that's going to be a good fit for your audience that might have relevant experience related to your audience specifically um, or might um, be, uh, have a specific knowledge about your maybe your geography, your particular area that you might be in where they might know, they might have good network connections or they might, um, they might know local media representatives um, to help you get a good deal on an ad placement or um, something along those lines. But I mean, you also have to think about too what your own personal goals are. If your number one goal is to increase your engagement on social media, you need someone who has good social media, good, so, good social media background, experience, knowledge, et cetera. Um, if you want someone to do a print ad buy, that's a completely different, that's a completely different skill set. Right. Exactly. Um, I, I myself, um, when I've done things in my own business, I get to know my clients' business by their processes, by spending time with them, um, even if it's just over lunch or, or having a cup of coffee to really kind of get to know what they're trying to achieve. Because sometimes I think the more time you spend with a client, you're going to get to know more about this this goal that they may have said something to you but really means something something else yes and a, a lot of for a lot of my brick and mortar clients i will actually just go work from their location like i will go find a a quiet spot in a corner and even if i'm not working on work for them mm -hmm. it helps me to see what kind of people are coming in how is the how are the um how are the employees treating the customers? Are they suggestive selling? How, what is the signage like? When are there times when they're busy? When, um, you know, what other kind of opportunities exist that you're not utilizing? There's the only way to f figure those things out is to go and actually spend time in a location. It's not gonna, I can't, I can't sit in my office and learn the biz, like learn the buying habits of my client's audience. Like it's, that's just not how, that's not how it works. Kind of reminds me of uh, mystery shopping. You remember yeah. when that was a thing? Well, I think they still have it. They do. But uh, mystery yeah, shopping, you that's almost like you're, mystery shop. you pretend yeah. like you're really just uh, enjoying a, a whatever it is that the business is that you're working for and just kind of stalking the people, but not, yeah. they don't really know that. <laughs> I actually do that with uh, a lot of times when I meet with a new client or a new potential client and I haven't ever met them before, a lot of times I will go to their location early and get there say 30 minutes early and go ahead and partake in their services whether it's a if it's a restaurant I'll you know or a coffee or whatever just to see what kind of ex customer experience I have before they know why I'm there <laughs> yeah well I mean again that's that's just your take on it and it's it's a great one because I think myself when I, I'm working with my clients I have to know I have to know what it is that they're they're trying to achieve and sometimes I can see those things way before they can so um, I know a lot of people want to talk about tools and technology. Um, so what would be your advice on what kind of tools they should be looking to use if they are going to be doing marketing? Um, well, there's, and I'm going to talk about social media because I think that's what everybody wants to talk about. Um, so I'm going to hit that first. Cool. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot, and I mean a lot of scheduling tools available. There, most of them have some sort of free trial period, so you can try them out. Um, I'll, I'll name, there's Sprout Social, there's Agora Pulse, there's Soho Social, um, there's Buffer, there's Hootsuite. 
they all have some sort of trial period for their premium features. Um, Hootsuite and Buffer um, have free uh, options for, for people who want to schedule less than 10 posts and only have, say, I think two social media accounts. Mm -hmm. um, their services a lot are a lot more robust than that, obviously, but um, there are opportunities out there for free services. Buffer is what I actually use um, for my social media scheduling. You can schedule Facebook, you can schedule Instagram, you can schedule LinkedIn posts. Um, I'm not sure about Pinterest. Um, if you're into Pinterest, Tailwind is the end-all, be-all of Pinterest schedulers. Um, so if that's your thing, if you think Pinterest is your social media marketing platform of choice, go check out Tailwind. You can get like 500 pins for free before they start charging you. So one of the things that um, I, I am familiar with on Facebook is that you can schedule on Facebook. You can. But you can't schedule like on LinkedIn. So why would you use, and, and this is really a question for myself, why would you use a scheduling tool outside of uh, Facebook if you can schedule on Facebook? You can schedule on Facebook, um, but there's a certain degree of, uh, there's an advantage uh, to having all of your posts on one calendar. Gotcha. So something like, say, Buffer, mm -hmm. uh, well, their premium services, if you pay for their premium services, which I do, mm -hmm. uh, they have tools that Facebook doesn't have, which is um, it consolidates your Instagram post and your Facebook post onto one consolidated gotcha. calendar. So you can see all of your social media in one place. So you can say, okay, I'm posting on LinkedIn this day. Mm -hmm. The next day I'm posting to Instagram and Facebook. The next day I've got, you know, and it'll even go as far as telling you what kind of post it is. Okay, so I've got a video going out this, you know, on Monday and I've got a link going out on Tuesday. And being able to see that all in one consolidated calendar not only helps your planning, um, but it also just helps you visualize something that is really hard to visualize otherwise, right? right? Like if it's, it's a little bit here and a little bit there, but when you see it all in one place, it's much easier to create a comprehensive marketing plan. And that's what marketing is all about. Marketing okay. is all about taking something really big and breaking it down into small pieces. Okay. So that's scheduling tools. So mm -hmm. what other kind of tools would you um, advise somebody to continue or start using? Um, as, far as, uh, as far as easy stuff to use, there's a couple of graphic design um, web services. Canva is big. Um, and it's what I, it's my go-to for easy graphic design. If I need to make a social media graphic, an Instagram graphic or whatever it is, I, all, I use Canva because it's just super easy. Um, PicMonkey is another really good one. Uh, and I've used them for, I use them quite, I actually used them before I discovered Canva. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you are really into, uh, or you want to learn more about graphic design, say you want to be a graphic designer, Adobe Creative Suite is not cheap but it is the it is the end-all be-all for anybody that does any kind of graphic, graphic design, design video production digital marketing mm -hmm. of any kind like that and it's a it's got a pretty steep learning curve um, but it's it's if that's what you if that's what you do then that's what you need all right so what about um, email lists I know that that's that's an, a marketing tool and I know a lot of people um, especially newcomers uh, starting in a business they they don't know what email tools are for uh, or email lists um, can you kind of talk about that kind of tool and I mean the easiest thing for you to use is gonna be MailChimp MailChimp is got a, an awesome free option um, there are other options out there convert kit 
um, and oh, gosh, constant contact. Um, and they're all very similar. Constant Contact and MailChimp specifically are pretty similar in the way um, the products are, like your end user, mm -hmm. your end user experience. ConvertKit, I believe, is a little bit different, though I don't have a lot of experience with it. Um, email lists are gold. I mean, email lists are the, the way that you keep track of who your people are, right? It's, right. It's, how you, it's how you do a lot of stuff, and not just to send emails. Like, I can take an email list, so this is like, Facebook advertising nerd, right? Mm -hmm. But I can take an email list of your customers and I can e upload that email list to Facebook, cross-reference cross that list with all of the Facebook users to decide, to figure out, let Facebook figure out who your ideal customer is. And then Facebook will then take those that ideal customer analog and it will find all of those people who don't already follow you and it wow. will start marketing it will start showing your advertising to those people it's a call to look alike audience and it's super cool so there's more than it's more than about it's more than about sending emails and right. yeah emails is definitely one way to touch someone and that's what marketing it is is it's how do you touch somebody how many times can you touch someone and how many different places can you touch them it's all about layers right um, I myself use ConvertKit and I only use it because I have conversations in my emails. I, I love to tell stories and um, announcing when I have another podcast episode. Um, that was the reason why I kind of went to ConvertKit versus using just uh, MailChimp because MailChimp is was the starting point for myself because I had to have some sort of free tool. Yeah, and MailChimp is the starting. I mean, it's the easiest thing to use. It's by far the easiest tool to use. And if you're if you've got a if you've got a few emails or you want to start building your email list, then I would highly suggest MailChimp. Excellent. Well, I really appreciate your time and and sharing a lot of things, uh, points of value for people who are just getting started on marketing. Uh, I think it's important that we understand now that marketing has changed over the past 10 years uh, and that you know being online, having a presence online is, is so important. Um, I really appreciate you sharing the tools that you're using and I know that my listeners will probably want to look into some of those tools that you talked about but um, you know basic needs are is to figure out what you're doing before and making a plan, Have before, a plan. You, mm -hmm. before you even start engaging with tools and whatever it is that you're doing because without a plan you're just kind of shooting in the dark and you don't really have a target and then you're going to get frustrated extremely quickly um so how can people get in touch with you oh my goodness gracious well you can um you can send me an email uh joni j-o-n-i dot buck b-u-c-k at bedrivenmarketing.com um you can find me on Facebook at Pit, Pit Driven Marketing Solutions. You can find me on Instagram at Be Driven Marketing. Um, you can find me all over the place. You can you can occasionally find me at the chamber meetings. Uh, yes, I hear chamber. Yes, uh, and you and you do have a website. I do have a website. It's BeDrivenMarketing.com. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks again. You're welcome. There were a lot of great points that Joni made, but I don't want you to miss out on them. So let's do a quick recap. Joni's first point was to get a domain. For all small business owners that are just getting started, you need to first get a domain URL that will lead people to your business. This is a must for all small businesses as it gives you the ability to show off the services you offer and how someone can contact or work with you. 
Second point, if you don't have the funding for building out a website, set up a Google My Business page or, and or a Facebook business page for your business. You can forward your domain URL here until you get funding to build out that website. I started out my business with my michellegarra.com URL forwarded to my LinkedIn business page. Thirdly, you need to get followers on your social media business page. This will get you, your posts seen and read by many people. And lastly, start building an email list for your business. If you don't have any funding for tools, use free tools like MailChimp to just get started. In episode number 25, Leveraging Technology to Market Your Business, I shared my own personal process for using email marketing. The most important part of doing any marketing for your business is to have a plan. A marketing plan can be as simple as listing out a sequence of content posts that lead up to something or showing a sale or product launch. Give each post a date and time you publish on your social media business page. All right, that is all for today. But before I go, I want to invite you to join my email list. Why? Because from time to time, I send out special offers on technology that might be of interest to you or giveaways for my coaching or training. So you don't want to miss out on those. To join, go to michellegarra.com forward slash join. Plus you get a free gift just for signing up. That's all for now. Until next week, thanks for listening.